Welcome to the Montana Real Estate Podcast, where we will pull back the curtain and answer all of your Montana real estate questions. Buying and selling real estate in Montana can be challenging, and local knowledge is the key. We will explore the different areas of the state and educate you on issues that play a role in Montana real estate transactions. This podcast is hosted by Will Friedner, who is a broker with Glacier Sotheby's International Realty in Whitefish, Montana. Now, here is Will with today's episode. Hey there, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to episode 54 of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. I would like to thank all of you people that have been listening all along and any of our new listeners. And I'm guessing we're going to get a lot of downloads on this episode just because of the subject matter. Today, I wanted to talk about a question that comes up just about every week from people, whether they're first-time home buyers or anybody else, we get this question quite often. The question is, what credit score do you need to buy a house? Well, before we give you the answer to that, let's go over how your credit score is determined. There are different companies that figure out your credit scores, but the most widely used one is called FICO, and the FICO score is what most banks and lenders will look at when they're thinking about whether they should give you a loan or not. FICO does not disclose the exact formula that they use to determine your score, but they do give weights of the different factors that are that they use to figure out your score. What they do is they base the score, 35% of your score is based on your payment history, 30% is based on the amount you owe, 15% is the length of your credit history, 10% is any new credit you may have, and 10% is the types of credit you have. So as you can see, the most important factor is your payment history. And basically that just means if you've been paying your bills on time. And this is obviously the biggest factor in all the different credit companies. So it goes without saying that you obviously want to make all your payments on time in order to get a good credit score. The next factor that they look at is the amount owed. And what that is, is basically how much credit you have and how much you've used. So for example, lenders, will they believe that people who are close to maxing out their credit card are more likely to miss a payment. So obviously, if you have a credit card with a $1,000 limit and you've used $950 of that, that does not look good to the credit companies. So another good idea is to pay off, if you can, pay off your credit cards every month. The third factor that they look at is the length of your credit history. This is the average age of your credit accounts and how often you've been using them. So if you have some old credit cards that you haven't used in years, uh, it's always good to get rid of those and close out those accounts just even if you're if there's no balance on them but they're still open that does not help you so it's good to close those out the last two factors they look at is how often you open new accounts and then the types of credit that you have so a lenders like they like to see different types of credit so if you have a a mortgage a student loan or your different credit cards they want to see different types of credit and how you how you pay those off and how timely you pay everything off. So if you're wondering what a good FICO score is, there's a little chart that I found here. So basically, if your score is between 300 and 579, it's very poor. A lot of banks probably won't give you any, they won't approve you for any credit card or anything at all. Obviously, you're not going to be approved for a mortgage with that rate. The next bracket is 586.69, and that's a fair range. And applicants 
with scores in this range are considered to be subprime borrowers. So again, you're going to be on the fence whether you get credit or not. The next bracket is 670 to 739, which is good. And they consider in that bracket only 8% of those people are likely to become seriously delinquent with their payments. 740 to 799 is considered very good. And 800 to 850 is considered the best. And obviously, they'll get approved for pretty much whatever they want. So the big question is, what credit score is needed for a home loan? So according to a lender I spoke to recently, the lowest score currently acceptable for a loan is 580. But with that score, you're going to need to have a lower debt to income ratio, meaning the amount of debt you have compared to your income, that's going to have to be lower when you have a lower credit score. And the other thing that happens when you're down at that 580 range is you're going to get a higher interest rate. So you want to get up, you want to obviously get your credit up higher than 580, but 580 is the lowest that you can be approved for a a home loan. So depending on your credit score, the interest rate you get can vary by vary by as much as 1%. And 1% may not sound like a lot, but let me break that down as to what that means on a 30-year mortgage. Say if you have a $210,000 loan with an interest rate of 4.5%, the monthly payment would be $1,064. So on that same $210,000 loan with a rate of 5.5%, the payment would be $1,192, which is a difference of $128, where if you bring if you break that out to the whole 30 years length of the loan, that comes out to $38,000. So 1% is a big deal. So obviously you want the lowest interest rate you can get, and you'll get that by having the best credit score. So how can you repair your credit if it's bad? Obviously they base your score on your payments and all of that, but if you look at your credit score a lot of times, or your credit report, let me say, a lot of times there'll be mistakes on it. A way you can get rid of those is you can obviously do it yourself or you can hire a credit repair company. And I've put a link for one down I'm an affiliate with at the bottom in the notes for this show if you want to call them and they will give you a free consultation on your credit score. And they're a good company. I did research. They have an A-plus rating. But these companies go in and they they repair all the mistakes that have been made on your different credit reports. In the meantime, you should be making your payments on time and, and working on your credit from that angle. But they'll get rid of all the all the mistakes and repair those on your credit, which will help increase your score. The other question we get all the time is how long will it take to fix your credit? Well, usually to get rid of all the mistakes and to do the work that the credit repair company will do, for the normal person, it takes between three and six months for the repair company to do and resolve all the disputes on the credit reports. But during this time, you should be working on paying off your debts as many as you can and making sure all your payments are coming in on time. If you're trying to get to a point where you can qualify for a home loan, give yourself at least six months to work on your credit if you're working with a company and doing it on your own, just making the payments on time and trying to pay off all the all the debts that you may have. So to recap, obviously you want good credit, the best credit you can get. 580 is the score you're shooting for, and that's the first the first point you can qualify for a home loan. If you have any more questions, you can call me. Uh, I can give you, refer you to some lenders that can work with you and, and discuss this 
further. And if you do have some credit issues that you're already aware of and you want to talk to a credit repair company, like I said earlier, click on the link below and they will be happy to help. And with that, we will see everybody next week. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That concludes another episode of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and will join us again next week for another episode. If you have any questions or if you'd like to know more about this episode, please feel free to contact us at Montana Real Estate Podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at MontanaLifeRealty.com. If you would like to call us, our number is 406 249 1735. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week. We'll